0: Welcome back to KS Some Shit Podcast, a place where we'll be discussing all things in life, according to me. I'm yours, Kane. I definitely got some shit to say today. I want to talk about normalizing the word "no" and people accepting it the first time. We were once these little beings that adored the word "no," like teenagers adore apps like TikTok and eating Tide Pods for likes. No was a word we'd whisper to our parents when they'd tried to airplane vegetables into our mouths or shouted at playgrounds to people we did not want to play with. Somewhere along the line, many of us began paying rent in this hood called adult, where we've seemed to have developed an absolute allergy to just saying no. Or if we do say no, it's some watered down, weak version. Serve during happy hour that no one takes seriously. We say yes to events we don't want to attend, favors we don't want to do, nights out with people we aren't sure we even like, food we don't really want, vacations we don't want to go on, jobs we hate, and the list goes on. We become the quintessential yes-men or people-pleasers that annoy us. The inability to say no is directly linked to the need to seek approval from others. If you feel you have become a people pleaser, your self-worth may have come to depend on the things you do for other people. I mean, we live in a social network society where likes to dislikes are more important than esteem of yourself to some. People... Pleasing develops a vicious cycle in which the people around you expect you to be there for them all the time and comply with all of their wishes when none of yours are being met. Look, don't allow someone to get so comfortable with you saying yes, that they will make you feel guilty for you saying no. And many of us struggle to say no. I understand. I do sometimes you know there's fear of rejection anger or just the uncertainty of the response and many times those feelings are rooted in childhood being raised and praised to or for being a good helper or feeling as though the amount of attention you received from a loved one was lacking see despite their very best intentions our parents or caregivers may have left us feeling we had to conform or perform to earn their affections. Some sought validation or still seek it by pleasing others, even at the expense of themselves. People pleasing is something a lot of us battle with. For natural nurturers, many of us make we just want to make sure everything is good. And we get excited about things that others are excited about. But after a while, you realize that saying yes to everything that comes your way often leaves you saying no to yourself and the most important people and person in your life. Many times we can get so used to saying yes to please others that we don't even know what we want or what our personal needs are. We find that our lives are so tightly packed with others' requests that you don't have time for what should really matter to you, including your own mental health. We have to stop picking up false burdens. We are not responsible for anyone's happiness or comfort outside of ourselves. And you might be saying, "Kia, what is wrong with saying yes and keeping people happy? Well, have you ever considered that it might be a toxic trait? You know, compulsive people pleasing. Can be a form of manipulation. There is a teacher and author by the name of Brian Cady. He summed it up by saying, It is the biggest fallacy that I can manipulate you to love me. When you say yes to something you don't want to do, one of two results can happen. You could maybe have a good time and enjoy yourself. Or you could hate what you're doing, resent the person who asked, or you may have felt forced you to be there, and in the end, hurt yourself. If you stated multiple times that you don't have any intentions to or desire to do a particular thing, and a person that you uses peer pressure or guilt to get you to concede, that is a form of manipulation and it needs to be addressed or considered that perhaps that person does not have your best interest at hand. When it is coming from a place of subtle manipulation or even resentment, can saying yes when you mean no ever be a good thing? You might be wondering, well, Kia, when has the last time someone said no to you and you didn't understand? I mean, that's a good question. Why didn't I think of that myself? Hmm. Let me start off by saying this. I don't expect people to be or do anything that doesn't serve them. And I don't put anything past anyone. That being said, I feel like it kind of separates me from some other people. Because I've realized everyone doesn't think like me. They don't react like me, relate to me, or was raised like me. There is a book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz that resonated so much with me within the last several years. The book offers a code of conduct that advocates freedom from self limiting beliefs that may cause suffering or limitations in someone's life. Agreement one is to be impeccable with your words which means using your language to take responsibility for your own actions and remain without judgment against yourself and others. In essence, the agreement focuses on the significance of speaking with integrity and carefully choosing words before saying them out loud. The fourth agreement is to always do your best. As long as you integrate the first three agreements into your daily life and live your life to your fullest potential. Even if you slip and fall today, tomorrow is a brand new start. Now you're saying, what about the second and third? Well, I'm going to get to those. Chill out, chill out. See, the second and third agreements are why I take people's words or even their nose at face value. The second agreement is don't take anything personal. It advocates the importance of having a strong sense of self And not needing to rely on the opinions of others in order to be content and satisfied, satisfied with their self-image. This agreement also allows readers to understand the notion that each individual has a unique worldview that alters their own perception. And that the actions and beliefs of, of another person is a projection of their own personal reality. Ruiz believes that anger, jealousy, envy, and even sadness can lessen or dissipate once an individual stops taking things personally. In other words, your shit has nothing to do with me. Your coping mechanisms, your link to happiness, your ride down the stripper pole to purgatory has nothing to do with me. However, if you are suffering from mental illness, I shouldn't antagonize you and you should seek help. The third agreement is don't make assumptions. How making assumptions lead to suffering and why individuals should not partake in making them. When one assumes what others are thinking, it can create stress and interpersonal conflict because the person believes their assumption is a representation of the truth. Ruiz believes that a solution to overcoming the Of making an assumption is to ask questions and ensure that the communication is clear between the persons involved. Individuals can avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama by not making assumptions. So taking those all into my daily life, my daily practice, I do not make assumptions or expect anyone to be or do as I would or am willing to or not. So if I was to ask or request someone to do something for me, which is very rare because one of my toxic traits is that I don't like to ask for help. Um and I know that because in my mind I somehow feel like I don't want to be a burden to someone else. Again, I know myself. Anyway, if I was to ask someone or request someone to help or do something, And they said, no, or no, I can't. Whether it was followed with an explanation or not, I understand. I mean, I don't expect or assume someone to go and bite more than they can or are willing to chew. And won't make anyone feel bad for it because life happens, even if that includes them resetting in the comforts of their own home. Resetting is necessary. And it's definitely a part of self-care. And look, no is in fact a complete sentence, period. Many of us are optimistic and we feel like we should respond in a positive way with some well-packaged evite to reasons why. You can just say no with a smile. I can't. So, you might be asking, like, how can we start reclaiming our time and our mental well-being? Let's like, start by saying no more while tuning into yourself. What is it that you really want? Instead of saying yes on impulse, get into the habit of asking yourself, why am I agreeing to this? Is it for me or is it for them? Let's get out of this habit of thinking being selfish is not a part of self-care because self is in both words. Stop with small things such as when you are offered a drink or food at someone's home or on an, in an outing. And you are on a diet or, or fasting or if it just looks nasty and you don't want any. Or if someone asks you to do a favor which might be insignificant to you or them. Just learn to recognize what saying yes and no feels like in your body. Yes might make you feel alive and vibrant, full of colors like yellows and reds and pinks, while no might feel contracting like blues and blacks and learn to pay attention to those feelings that come up every time you honor the most important things in your life and how those no's and yeses help in building trust within yourself. Every time you say no, when you wanna say no, Or yes, when you want to say yes, remind yourself that you and your priorities are worth it. When saying no, keep your response simple. If you want to say no, be firm and direct. Stand 10 toes in. Use phrases such as, thanks for coming to me, but I'm afraid it's not convenient right now. Or I'm sorry, but I can't help with this. Try to be strong in your body language and don't over-apologize. Remember, you're not asking permission to say no. Now, offering an excuse may seem like a polite way to decline, but it can also set you up for failure. See, the problem with offering an excuse is it gives a person or people the opportunity to change their request so that your excuse no longer justifies the no. No matter what excuse you offer, people who are determined to get you to say yes can come up with a way to invalidate it. By simply thanking people for their request and telling them that you can't agree to it, you prevent them from arguing with you. Buy yourself some time. Interrupt the yes cycle using phrases like, I'll get back to you. Send it to me in an email, you know then consider your options. Weigh them like you weigh protein. Weigh them like you weigh nudes. Having thought it through at your leisure, you'll be able to say no with your whole chest. Consider a compromise. Only do so if you want to agree with the request, but have limited time or ability to do so. So suggest ways forward to suit both of you but avoid compromising if you really just don't want to go. If you want to say no and you need to say no, then say no. You can also lessen the impact of your no by offering an alternative that satisfies their want while being something that is more preferable to you. You can always say, well, let's plan to do something in a month or when you, my schedule is open. But if they aren't if they are willing to give a little, drop kick them with the, well, the answer is no. Separate refusal from rejection. Remember, you're turning down a request, not a person. People usually will understand that it is your right to say no, you would hope. Just as is their right to ask for a favor. Some people feel like you are obligated to say yes. And if you don't, then they will begin to play hopscotch with the game of guilt. Like you told them to eat shit and perish for saying no to them. This is when you need to develop or set up new boundaries with old friends. Be true to yourself. Be clear and honest with yourself about what you truly want. Get to know yourself better and examine what you really want from your life. See, if we don't focus on what we really want and spend all of our time doing what others want or others need or what they request of us, It is possible to eventually not even know what you want or what you need or what you deserve. You can become so numb from doing what others want and expect. You don't even know what you do and don't like. And who you even are. And not having a sense of self feeds right into depression, anxiety, and stress. If you need ways to say no, there is a website called syd.com, S-Y-D.com. And she offers a hundred different options for you, light blows and hard blows. But what she doesn't offer is something I'm going to offer right now. My favorite one is, look, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good, sweetheart. Enjoy. Like, I can't. I'm not willing to and I don't want to. Look, don't let someone bully you into saying yes. Successful people say no to almost everything that does not serve them. And if you saying yes does not serve you, then why do it? Saying no allows you to say yes to what is important to you. It allows you to be a better person because when you say yes, it comes from a good place not from a place of resentment or assumed obligation or fear of hurting someone's feelings or fear of not filling a hole that emotional childhood abandonment issues has carved into someone else. It creates space for what matters most to you rather than drowning in the busyness of our day-to-day like most of us are. Plus the discomfort only lasts for about eight seconds and that We need to choose courage over comfort. It seems like a lifetime when you're going through it. Eight seconds. But biting your tongue and giving a quick yes instead of a slow no will cause you possibly even more discomfort. Plus, when we say no to someone because we genuinely don't want to do something or know it would be difficult for us to do, It might temporarily leave them disgruntled, but it also means they will have a more enjoyable experience when they find someone who can participate wholeheartedly. And consider this. If you said no more often, what could you say yes to? More self-care, better mental health, better sex life, more time with your loved ones, working on that passion project. I mean, the possibilities should inspire you to say no. And if someone says no to you, take into consideration that life happens. We do not know the ins and outs of someone's day-to-day. And of course, someone else's day-to-day is not a representation of our own. So if someone says no, they mean it. They don't owe you an explanation. They don't owe you anything other than a yes or no. And if they do decide to give you a reason as to why, don't think that your reason for them to go is any more significant than their reason as to why they don't want to. And believe me, when, I, when I'm asked to go to parties or events, I'm always like, who's going to be there? Because energy is real. And some people will suck you dry. Well, others will give you life. And if I need to recoup and reset to get back to me because of life. Then take my no as what it is. A fuck no. That is all for me today. Thank you for listening. And every Wednesday, you can find me at Kids Has Some Shit. On Instagram, where you can leave questions, comments, concerns, or if you have a topic you'd like me to discuss on an upcoming episode, or if you want to discuss this topic, drop it in the DMs, leave it in the comment section. I'll see you guys next week.